Everything Old is New Again is sponsored by the Law Office of Douglas Viviani. Douglas Viviani has been providing quality legal service for over 26 years. We are a general practice firm and can handle any legal matter you may have for a reasonable fee. If you are involved in a car accident, starting a business, planning your estate, or need a criminal attorney, please call 631-681-1910 or email us at vivianilaw at aol.com for a free consultation. Get the justice you deserve. Contact the Law Office of Douglas Viviani at vivianilaw at AOL.com. He really did it. You maniacs! You blew it up! Oh, damn you! God damn you all to hell! Welcome to Everything Old is New Again. This is Douglas Viviani with David Cohen following the classic, classic ending to the original Planet of the Apes, Charlton Heston uh, bringing down the house with the ending of that, uh, of that movie. We enjoyed that, uh, that movie, that franchise. We are going to discuss that this week. We have the presentation of the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes will be uh, released this week. And we're going to take a nice discussion of the history of chimps in entertainment and bring us up through the new franchise of the Planet of the Apes, a franchise which I pull for the humans. There's no doubt about that. I love the humans fighting against these, uh, uh, these obstacles and these chimps and apes and that civilization. And I don't know, Dave, what do you feel? I'm, about a, I'm an ape fan. I mean, for a lot of reasons. I, I look like an ape. Um, <laughs> I act like an ape. I like the apes or the underdogs. And uh, we're, we're going to get into all of yes. that, though. Right. First, let's take a look in, at, at the history of this. If you look at uh, chimps, if you will, in our entertainment field, uh, the... Excluding the two of us. Correct. Uh, we're record. going back before we even were born. So, uh, if you will, the Babe Ruth of chimpdom uh, in the entertainment field chimpdom. is by no, no doubt in my mind is Cheetah from the Tarzan movies and the TV series of 1930 through 1968, believe it or not. And Cheetah, Cheetah was a chimp. He wasn't a cheetah, just just to be clear. Correct. Uh, cheetah was a chimp. And believe it or not, there were 17 cheetahs through those series between uh, Johnny Weissmuller all the way through the TV series in the in 68. Certainly there also was in 1951, uh, the Bonzo. There were two movies uh, starring Bonzo the Chimp with our eventual president, Ronald Reagan, uh, which really uh, brought this chimp uh, as a uh, funny, humorous figure. A legitimate to entertainer, the chimp. <laughs> yeah, the chimp. I mean, uh, but... We're the, not talking about Reagan, we're talking about Bonzo. Okay. Just, again, There's just to be clear. Easy, easy joke there. We should have a, a rim shot at that point. Um, Dave, you found something out about the Bonzo movies that was very I did, I did. Um, the director of the Bonzo movies, the sequel, Bedtime, um, the original, Bedtime for Bonzo, and, and the sequel uh, was Freddie... Uh, Fred de Cordova, who uh, basically went on to uh, direct and, and produce the Johnny Carson, the, uh, the Tonight Show, Tonight Show, Johnny yes. Carson. Yeah. So, and he did that for umpteen years. He legitimized forever. the chimps. Exactly. So between those two, we've got that. Let's call it the Babe Ruth and, and Lou Gehrig of uh, of chimpdom and the and the. Joe DiMaggio, if you will, is, if you're a baseball fan, is without question, J. Fred Muggs, my favorite chimp of all time. Uh, long story short, back in the 1950s, uh, the Today Show had had some ratings. The, the Today Show as we know it today. Absolutely. The NBC Today Show in the mornings had some ratings issues. And in 1953, the executives brought on J. Fred Muggs, a chimp, 
that always dressed as a human being, if you will. He wears suspenders and a bow tie. Wait, so so J. Fred Muggs was he was a co-host of the of the show? He, they, they would like co- sit there together. Yes, he was a co-host of the show. There were times uh, that he would they would put roller skates on him, and he would roll. The camera would stay stationary, and he'd roll from camera left to camera right. And in his hand, he'd have a placard with, let's say, the next guest that used to be on the show. <laughs> and they would, he would roll right across, and then he'd go back from right to left. And it was uh, a, a big hit. Long story wow. short, also, with that, um, he would follow uh, some instructions, and they would have some bits for him to do as, as, a, as a trained chimp, if you will. But the big thing that he would do that would drive, I think his name was Dave Gar- Garraway, crazy, would be he would, if there was an interview and he had nothing to do, or nothing planned to do, nothing scripted, he would play with the hair of the guest, he would spill a drink, <laughs> he'd drink a drink. He'd, he'd act like a chimp. Yeah, basically. he'd run off the stage, he'd do flips, and the camera would follow them, or the, say, the chimp, around, uh, and Garraway and the guest would try to promote the next movie or whatever was they were discussing, and the chimps would just take the take. That's the hilarious. Why aren't they doing that today, on, on the new Today Show? I, I read something, I don't know if this, this is a long-standing rumor, but apparently the human co-host, Dave Garraway... Uh, was was jealous of J. Fred Muggs and and allegedly spiked the chimp's orange juice with some sort of amphetamine so that, that J. Fred Muggs would misbehave on set and hopefully get fired. And he actually did get J. Fred Muggs fired, fired oh, believe it or not. Yes. Today man. we're discussing uh, Planet of the Apes on Everything Old is New Again, 103.9. You won't believe the arguments we're having. Let's uh, take a listen to the next installment, The Progression of Apes in Our Entertainment with Lancelot Link. Lancelot Link, secret chimp. Stands for justice, he has no fear. He's the ape in the cold and trouble is near. Lance Link, you gotta come That's through. the beginning of the Lancelot Link uh, Saturday morning show. Oh, God, I love that it, show. One of the Dave's favorites. Uh, that well, yours too. Yours it it too. is. I have actually have Lancelot Link lunchbox, believe it or not. You do. I saw it. I was incredibly my impressed. My mom would not allow me to have that back in the day, so I bought it for myself on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up, if you will. That, Dave loves that show. I don't know why. Why would you say you love that? Well, it, first of all, just to explain, that show was entirely, the whole cast were, were actual chimps. There were no humans in it, and the chimps were were dressed up in human clothes, and and it was again, I think, to your point, you might have said or didn't say, based on Get Smart, right. uh, which was popular at the time. So Lancelot Link was a, was a secret chimp, a secret agent chimp, um, and they would put him in all kinds of weird situations, and what happened was it was scripted, okay? But you know, chimps being the animals that they are. Uh, they would give them gum or something to chew on to get their lips moving. But oftentimes, the lips would keep moving after the script was done. So the voice actors had to ad-lib a little bit, which made the show really zany. They would, they would just break into song, or they would, they would do uh, children's rhymes, something like that. So as a kid watching it, just the, the spontaneity of it, it was great. Yeah, I mean, so one fun. of the actors, also voice actors, was Bernie Capel, who was on uh, Love Boat. Before Love that, Boat. he was actually on, he was Siegfried on Get Smart. And right. uh, you'd hear And, him and this was a big, I mean, the writers of, of Lancelot Link were the two top writers for the Carol Burnett show at the time. They quit that job to, to work on Lancelot Link. To have their writing and their Their, their legacy. Script, yeah, uh, butchered by Lancelot Link. Who, who was the chimp in that one? What was his name? Really? You know, interesting. Um, the chimp's name, it was Tongo. Tongo the chimp. And believe it or not, and I told this to Doug before the show, he's still alive. Tongo the chimp, after all this time, still alive and well. 
uh, living in the Wildlife Way Station in Los Angeles, a reserve for, for animals. And if you buy the TV show, Lancelot Link, on DVD, which I believe you I have, have it. You have it. Oh, yes. Part of your proceeds, Doug, went to this uh, Wildlife Way Station. So you're, you're supporting Tongo. I'm going to have to buy about 10 of them. I know what to give for uh, holiday gifts this year. That's for sure. There you go. Uh, chimps <laughs> chimps supporting other chimps. That's <laughs> what we're all about here. By the way, I know that I, I've done some. My favorite, of course, is J. Fred Muggs. And believe it or not, he's 62. Two, and he's living in Citrus Park, Florida with his girlfriend, Phoebe B. Beebe, <laughs> who was his replacement, believe it or not, on the Today Show. And I think he's there with the, uh, the, the, the son of the original trainer. He's living in Florida. He's retired, living in Florida. Yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Is he sending back bad banana bread in the uh, deli? <laughs> I, I'm hilarious. sure he's playing golf and, and uh, hitting the ball. But it's amazing how long these apes live. I, had, I, had no I didn't idea. realize that either. I have no idea. Let's take a look at now that we turned into a serious turn on the apes point. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Of course, again, the original Planet of the Apes. Um, that series began in 1968. Rod Serling from The Twilight Zone was drafted, if you will, to come in and, and beef up the screenplay. He came up with the ending of that uh, that first show, and it became a cultural phenomenon. A classic all-time film, and you're right, cult- cultural phenomenon at, I mean, at the time. Th- there were four sequels, there were comics, there were TV series. Uh, Roddy what? McDowell dressed up as an ape for the Academy Awards. Um, there was a, a, a movie... Um, theater presentation across the country called Go Apes in 1974 where all five ape movies played on a Saturday afternoon and I remember my brother and myself and everyone from the neighborhood went to go see Go Apes for five hours. You sat there through all five ape movies. Absolutely. We thought we had gotten over on our parents too thinking that we were getting away from the house at 12 years old for for apedom for all to, to enjoy and 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 participate in Planet of the Apes. Meanwhile, our parents had a, a great time without us, playing golf and having parties. They were going ape while they, you guys were. <laughs> the, what's the amazing. fascination? Where do we get uh, all this from? Why you tell stop? me you sat there for, through five films. What is the fascination? <laughs> I think it starts with the makeup. If you take a look at that makeup on, on those, uh, the original series, you, you really, really examine and feel, realize that it's, we've got some fun going on there. Yeah, it's before um, CGI. I mean, they really they had to make them look like apes. Exactly. Let's take a, a, a listen and a look at the series right after these commercial break. This segment of Everything Old is New Again is sponsored by ResumeDoctorInc.com. When you're seeking to change your career, apply for a promotion, or are trying to find a job, your resume is the first thing that's seen that represents you to a potential employer. Make sure your resume makes a clear, concise, and professional impression of who you are so you can get that job interview. Send your current resume to ResumeDoctorInc at AOL.com for a free online review. You'll receive a timely reply with a reasonable quote to properly prepare your resume. Let them make sure that you have a resume that will get you noticed. Send your resume or questions to ResumeDoctorInc at AOL.com. That's ResumeDoctorInc at AOL.com. Never kill man. That's from the Battle of the Planet of the Apes, the fifth of the original franchise, 
Planet of the Apes. And there, the writers went back to the origin of the Planet of the Apes, trying to uh, show how, in their view, in this series, that the apes themselves were more civilized than humans. They've yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm, I'm for the apes, because the apes are, <laughs> they are more civilized than humans. Humans aren't that civilized. Let's face my it. blood boiling when I hear that. Let's uh, take a listen to Cornelius, one of your favorites, I'm sure, uh, discussing how uh, and what. Well, he's an ape, on. isn't he? Well, he's a chimp, actually. Beware the beast man, for he is the devil's pawn. Alone among God's primates, he kills for sport, or lust, or greed. Yea, he will murder his brother to possess his brother's land. Let him not breed in great numbers. For he will make a desert of his home and yours. Shun him. Drive him back into his jungle lair. For he is the harbinger of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fun movie. Yeah. No, you know, why Why of all the... There was one ape that had a British accent. I couldn't figure that out. All the apes had the, American the English one, accents. You realize. He was the, the, the... Well, whatever. Long story short is that... <laughs> uh, that explains it. <laughs> All the uh, the evil characters in movies are, are British, aren't they, at this point? With the uh, basically, accent? if you're evil, right, British or German accent, either one works. But why but, is that significant to you? I mean, you hear these... What, clips. the British accent? Well, that and... <laughs> could you I think one? that the apes... Uh, look, I could do the, I could do do the Paul McCartney. Do a British accent, yeah. Uh, you want me to respond with a British accent? Right, because you're All the right. evil side of this. Argument. Well, look, Doug, I think what's happening here is that the apes are a metaphor for oppressed and persecuted classes of humans, African-Americans, Jews, and any oppressed ethnic or religious group. <laughs> um, no, it really, it's, it, to me, they're the underdog. And in the original apes and the, the new apes, they're, they're the people who are getting per- persecuted. That's why I root for them. I can see that point of view, but I took it the other way. Uh, the humans, especially in the, again, we're focusing right now on the original series, the humans were the ones that were oppressed by the apes. However, that came to be. That was what was going on. But they were oppressed because the apes were afraid of what the humans did to the planet before, if you remember. Right? I understand. But uh, they blew it up, listen, as we heard Charlton Heston say. Let's let, talking about him. Let's listen to where he's coming from uh, in this series. Tell me, though, does man, that marvel of the universe, that glorious paradox, who sent me to the stars, still make war against his brother, keep his neighbors' children starving? I mean, this is uh, the beginning of the of the movie, and it sets the tone that this character, uh, in my world, is the ultimate, if you will, entrepreneur. Um, he is not interested in government interference. He's not interested. He wants to live his life uh, away from the planet. That's why he left the planet, if you will, to start new. And and then he gets to the planet of the apes. He's starting to eat some some fruit. He sees the humans who are a, a little dumber than the humans that he left, if you will. He's quoted as saying, overlooking them, eating into it, biting into an apple, I think it was, saying that in six months he will or they, the astronauts, will will be the rulers oh, they're gonna be of ruling this, world. this place, right? And then all of a sudden they hear, rang, rang, you know, that sound, the siren, yeah. and he's back to fighting the oppression of, if you will, the government or of authority and. I think he is, uh, his struggle shows that, listen, absolute power corrupts absolutely whether you're an ape, a human, or anything else. Yeah, I, look, that's a common theme. Yes, between the apes and the humans, whoever was in power ended up really abusing the power. Um, but with that said, I think that, you know, the apes just will do a better job. I think they will. Uh, the, uh, can I just say one other thing in defense of, of the apes? Yes. You know, there was you a. Try. There, <laughs> 
it's it's all about the animal rights too, right? The the experimentation that's done on animals. Not to get too heavy here, but you know everything that we're doing is 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 being tested on animals, um, and it's good to see the. The animals rise up against this stuff, which we're going to see in the, or we've seen in the new Apes Enterprise. How about Taylor when he's caught? What's the first thing he says? Get your your damn, your damn dirty apes. Evidently, he was looking at them with disdain. Uh, after witnessing the apes putting his fellow human in cages and witnessing his fellow astronaut uh, suffer a lobotomy at the uh, hands of the apes. So I think he had some justification. Those humans for that. deserve the lobotomy. Well, let's take a listen to see what the, where the apes come from in this world. Probably good human is a dead human. All right, so I mean, you can't tell me that these apes are so, so benevolent and, and lovely uh, creatures. But the whole reason they were like this. Right was because Dr. Zayas was protecting them from the humans, right? Dr. Zayas knew the secret. They knew that the humans blew up the world. And he was protecting them, keeping that part of the forbidden zone. Remember the forbidden yep. zone where all the evidence was that yep. the humans blew it up? He was keeping it secret from the apes. He wanted to dumb down the humans so that it wouldn't happen again. So, yes, they, they were a little barbaric. They were keeping the humans down. But at least there was a reason for it. Well, I mean, I understand that reason. But keeping the general public in the dark about the truth, the significant truth of, of humans or in general in our society or any other, to keep humans or keep the society uh, down and dumb, if you will, to the true facts of what went on is inevitably, inevitably going to be a road to go down where you've gonna, you're going to fail as a government or as a society, there's no doubt. Because sooner or later the truth comes out and... You know, if you would have just let let that happen, there could have been some peaceful coexistence could going be. on between these be. two yep. civilizations, learning yep. from the past. Right, and that, we do that right. to this day. We don't learn from the past, and that's the beauty of this of this series. If you um, uh, want, we could take a look and and and, and look at the new uh, the new series. But before we do, I want to just uh, leave you with with uh, one beautiful quote from this. It's a madhouse. A Right, and what was happening when he yelled that? Do you remember? Um, that may have been when my wife told me to go out to cut the grass for the, the 40th time. On I the mean in the movie. Stuff. Oh, in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. He was being sprayed with a hose, very symbolic back in the 60s, if you recall, um, the police using water hoses to repress any demonstrations, and I think that was significant in that movie. That's why he yelled like that because he was in a cage, and the ape was or the gorilla, whoever it was, was washing was, him down. Right, right. exactly. And um, uh, I, I can understand that and 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 see the symbolic nature of that uh, with with the '60s movement that was happening in the streets. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so um, we took a, a look at the new franchise. We're um, looking at the last movie that just came out, which is called The Rise of the Planet of the Apes. That movie made $350 million. There's The Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which is coming out this weekend, and there's already a sequel planned for 2016. Problem I have is those movies focus on the apes being the sympathetic character and the humans being the fools and eventually will lose their society to the apes. Look, it's time to turn the keys over to the apes. Let <laughs> Put them in charge. Let's see how they do. What have we done? We blew up... I'm talking about the movies now. Just... Sometimes Doug and I have to separate fantasy from reality. In the movies, the apes blew up the world, the humans, sorry, blew up the world twice, right? The Statue of Liberty laying on the beach, and then in the sequel, 
uh, Taylor pushed the button and blew it up again. <laughs> so give give Cornelius and Dr. Zayas, give this new Caesar in the new franchise, give them a chance to run it. What's the worst that can happen? You know? Well, you could be lobotomized, is what you, or you could be turned into a statue, uh, as uh, as was done in, in the movies and you saw. Um, they weren't exactly so civilized. So I think I, this show is a reason for both of us to be lobotomized. But that's, that's <laughs> another Speaking of which, I'd love to hear from you if you have any comments about the, this particular show or our series of shows that are available on podcast at everythingoldisnewagain.biz. Send us an email, oldnewagain at aol.com. I'm sorry, I just can't root for the apes, and I'm glad that this is just a... Uh, uh, if you will, a fantasy and something that's really not um, something that we really have to talk about. We do have social problems. We do have issues, but we at least don't have to worry about apes and chimps getting smarter as a result of some serum that, uh, what's his name, was it um, uh, John, James Franco right. Uh, right. brought about in this, uh, in this new series? Well, actually, Doug, I, I have a little surprise for you. Ah. Um, yes, he's right outside the door. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring him in. All Give right, me a sec. here Give me we a go. Sec. This should be interesting. All right, just gonna put him down here. <laughs> put him right down here. What? Here we Describe go. for the listeners what you're looking at right Look now. Look at this little guy. He is uh, he's a cute <laughs> little guy that. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is say a little something? Here we go. Oh, see, that's his, this is his name is Bingo. It's Bingo the chimp. This is where all this came from. This is where all this is so interesting. He's just jumping on the desk here. He just spilled my he just spilled my soda. He's going to be the third member of our crew now. By the way, <laughs> J. Fred Muggs reincarnated. I wish I had some skates. He could skate around and put this on YouTube, and everybody would watch this. What what a terrific terrific uh, little surprise! Thank you very much. I could never see that we would have any trouble with these apes ever Taking in the over. future. Listen, the bottom line is we don't have to worry about this at all. Hey, wait a minute. What the? Hey, what? 